I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN, a global center of excellence for geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn how you can put geopolitics to work for your organization at RAINNetwork.com. Welcome to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Ryan Boll, a senior Middle East and North Africa analyst here at the RAIN Network. India's military is one of the largest in the world, with some 1.4 million troops. But its forces remain reliant on older weapon systems, particularly from the former Soviet Union, that have caused accidents and raised questions about its military readiness against its neighbors, especially its longtime rival Pakistan and, increasingly, China. Here today to talk about India's military modernization efforts is Ekta Raghunwanshi, a South Asia analyst here at RAIN. Ekta, thanks for joining me. Hello, Ryan. Glad to be here with you today. So let's start off with our basics. Uh, We know that India's armed forces are reliant on some of these very old Soviet systems. But can you tell us broadly about what their defense reforms are aiming for and and, uh, how they're trying to accomplish it? Oh, yes. Uh, Glad to talk about it. So India is currently into this phase of of, uh, military modernization, so to speak. And these defense reforms can be very broadly divided into two categories. One is the structural and the organizational reforms. And the second one is the industrial reforms. Just just to talk about the structural reforms, India has, like any other military, three major services, the Army, the Navy, and, and the Air Force. Uh, they are now working towards integrating all three services, like major militaries in the world, like the U.S., like China has, like France has. India doesn't yet have it. So they are trying to structurally reorganize uh, these three services into one integrated theater command and have different theater commands uh, depending on what they need geographically and depending on the geopolitical and security challenges. The the second set of reforms are very, very broadly industrial. Uh, India wants one, uh, you, you, you very clearly highlighted that India is reliant on old weapon systems from the Soviet Union. So India wants to develop a industry, a manufacturing industry uh, in, in India itself. So there is a... a a whole focus on indigenization of weapon systems in India, one, and secondly, diversification of of uh, partners from which India gets its weapon systems. So India is completely, very much reliant on Soviet uh, on, on on Russia still, uh, and it wants to diversify from Soviet Union and try to get access to products from other regions of the world, other countries, to just uh, reduce its risk that way. So we can just broadly say that India wants to modernize its systems and modernize also how its services operate to to counter the threat that that it thinks it has in, in this current geopolitical context. Well, let's talk a little bit about those threats. So what is driving these reforms? What specifically does India believe, what kind of combat missions or wars does India believe it needs to fight uh, that would drive these kind of modernization reforms. And, and is there a political angle to this? You, you mentioned that this is about diversification. Um, is, is there a reason that this current Indian government is trying to push modernization uh, at this time? Uh Yes, uh, we can very clearly, I mean, highlight one one specific incident uh, 
about why India is driving this uh, reforms now. Uh, we, we all know about the India-China skirmish, the border clash that happened in, in May 2020 in Galwan, uh, where... Uh, a few of the Chinese troops died and Indian troops died as well. This like broke the status quo on the India-China border, which is disputed, uh, which was still silent and peaceful for about 40 years in the past. So that was a big, big moment in India's history where, where it where the government then thought it needs to reanalyze how how its military is stationed on the India-China border, especially we all know about uh, Chinese experimentation, its aggression towards its other neighbors in South China Sea. We all have heard about the salami slicing technique, and India is very very much a a. Uh, India is also very much concerned about that on its border itself because. China claims m many, many regions on, on the boundary, which India currently also claims. So one, this, this incident was a major wake-up call, so to say, for the Indian government to think about its military capabilities, especially uh, in comparison with China. We know that India's uh, main regional rival has been Pakistan for most of its history, and it still is. However, we have a new emerging threat from China uh, and the risks on the India-China border are only increasing. We, there we see very, very high frequency and intensification of militarization from the Chinese side and which raises alarms on the Indian side. Therefore, I think the Chinese, uh, the Chinese competition, the Chinese threat right now has, has prompted all the conversations regarding in uh, India's military modernizations to be expedited, I think, in, in some sense. Uh, you, you rightly said that India has like one of the strongest militaries in the world. But when you compare it to, to your regional rival, which I, I, I rightly consider it to be China more than more than Pakistan and many in India also think so, uh, you have to at least try to match in comparison of, of your uh, immediate threat. I think that that that's what uh, guides India's military modernization strategy. Uh, secondly, politically, uh, you have to you have to modernize modernize your military services. Right? We've seen the the warfare uh, develop and evolve in, in the recent times. It goes beyond just just traditional conflicts. It it goes into technology. It goes into cyber. It goes into other things. And if India does not even have the basic interoperability of, of three services, which makes it very, very difficult in, term, in times of a real threat if, if something happens uh, on the Chinese border or on the Pakistan border or in the worst case scenario on both the fronts at the same time. I think these are just some some calculations that India sees and, and thinks that it needs to uh, really work towards its military modernization program. So what are some of the challenges and opportunities that are associated with, with these goals? Obviously, one big issue is that if they're still relying on the, the Russians and the Russians are now fighting a very hot war in Ukraine, uh, supply may be uncertain. But are there other issues like that that, that India is facing in its modernization push? 
Oh yes, uh, uh, quite a few. Just just to clarify, uh, these all reforms are are very long term reforms. So one of the big challenges or or the constraint is you even if India tries, you cannot implement all these changes in the short term or even the medium term, so to say. Uh, just talking about firstly talking about the structural changes. India wants to create like integrated theater commands, but in india traditionally the army has been more powerful than navy and the air force just because india's challenges national security challenges have mostly been land based till now and only now india is thinking about maritime challenges challenges from china from the sea and things like that so there is there has to be a very big attitudinal shift in indian services in in the leaders of of army navy and the air force to give up their own uh, uh thinking to the, give up how they operate in their own isolated spaces and come together and and formulate a, a plan a unified plan uh, for this inter service uh, theater commands to to work so there is uh, one a very basic issue of getting everybody together uh, and 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 making sure that no service feels like they they are a subordinate to other service that that's a major uh, thing that india has to work on uh, also in terms of structural changes i think funding in india has been a very very big issue although we see that in every budget india allocates uh, more and more money towards uh, defense uh, either be it procurement or be it uh, industrial reforms or things like that however it still falls a lot shorter than than what its rivals like china does india does not even spend about uh, 3% of its uh, gdp for for its defense uh, sector which which is which i think its its goal is but it has not been able to do it and whatever spending goes into the defense sector also most of it goes into salaries or pensions or things like that so there is very little less for procurement or or to try new things new technologies and develop its own industry at home these are just some basic challenges uh, when we talk about structural reforms and coming coming to the industrial reforms india wants to diversify from from russian arms systems uh, because the arms that china has are much more modern they're much more faster it has a lot of them also uh, but india diversification in india's case is very very difficult one because russian systems are not easily interoperable with the western systems india has new suppliers like the us israel it it has uh, supplies from france also but you cannot easily integrate this into your already existing systems which work on completely different technologies which work differently so just the training the interoperability of all these systems will will take much much more time uh, than than we 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 would like to think J- these are just some basic constraints that i think india will have uh, in its military modernization which will then let all these which will lead to a very slow implementation of all these uh, reforms because there there are many issues in structural and even in industrial production all right well it's an obviously a very important a military story and a strategic story for the subcontinent as well as east asia and well plenty of other actors involved in in india's military modernization program thank you for joining me ekta thank you ran
Understanding geopolitics is critical to future planning, whether you run a multinational conglomerate or you're planning a trip to a place you've never been. Rain offers businesses a complete geopolitical intelligence solution with worldview for enterprises. Our app delivers forward-looking enterprise-level analysis and tools that enhance your ability to understand what happens next. Learn more about Rain's geopolitical intelligence solution at rainnetwork.com. That's R-A-N-E network.com. I'm Ryan Bolt. Thanks for listening.